My goal is not to be an astrology evangelist. My goal is not to lead people to a system or a method. My goal is to help people become free, to help people become whole, to help people know that who they are and their most true self and the core of their being is goodness, and that goodness wants to evolve and manifest out of the true self that is hidden deep within us. Well, hello, friends. Welcome back to the Spiritual Nomad Podcast. My name's Luke, and uh, talking about a few different things today. We're going to talk about the Pattern app with uh, astrology and things. We're going to talk about just the shifting of seasons in your life, the chapters of your life, and uh, undoing patterns, cyclical patterns uh, and habits in your life that keep you stuck revisiting the same path over and over again, how to evolve into a new reality and walk on a new path. So that's what we're going to be talking about here on the show today. And uh, first of all, I just want to say thank you for joining me, especially if you're here on YouTube. Uh, thank you for all the comments and uh, you know likes on all of the videos. Been really, really loving you know just chatting with people in the comments. So if you're listening to this, uh, on the podcast, head over to the YouTube channel, subscribe, and uh, join the party over there. Um, but yeah, we're talking about today uh, this thing called the Pattern App. I just want to start with that. Whenever I was meditating about what the podcast should be about today, I just felt like I should share about the Pattern App for just a moment. I know I mentioned it in the last episode, but um, this app is incredible. Uh, and so if you are unfamiliar with astrology or your birth chart or anything like that, this just completely breaks it down for you. Now, I will say the downside of the pattern app is you don't get to actually see your birth chart. Uh, if you've never seen your birth chart or you've never had any of that uh, you know, done for you before, I encourage you to do that and start to do that. But whenever my friend gave me my birth chart, it just looked like hieroglyphics to me. I had no idea. Uh, what anything was. And I've been a student now for the past, I don't know, year learning about all of the signs and the houses and, and things of that nature. But what the pattern does is it takes all of your birth chart and just synthesizes it and gives it to you in relevant bite-sized pieces. So it'll show you your daily vibe, you know, what's going on. It'll show you what's happening energetically in the world. And it'll also remind you of what season you're in right now, what time frame that you're in, what's happening in your life based on your chart right now. And so uh, what it'll also do is it'll give you um, the opportunity just to see what the different seasons are in your life. And there's a really cool thing that has like a... Um, like a time machine thing. So you can go back or go forward based on your birth chart and just see what are the things that are happening? You know, what were the things that were happening? I know for me, I, I revisited some past times in my life that were very difficult. And it was just incredible to go into the pattern app and see that this is exactly what the pattern was talking about. And so uh, I should just pump, pump the brakes for a minute to say that uh, if you're someone who is skeptical about astrology, then that's totally fine. Because you know what? I was a skeptic for many, many years and uh, I was not comfortable with astrology. I didn't believe in it. I thought it was insane because all I knew was 
horoscopes. All I knew about astrology was what they said on the radio about what a Scorpio should be experiencing today. And I'm like, that's pretty vague and for anyone. I'm a Scorpio, by the way. And uh, Scorpio with a uh, Cancer rising and Capricorn moon. But um, at any rate, I know that it can be extremely, um, extremely weird at first, and it can be definitely something that you feel like you shouldn't be touching on, especially if you come from a Christian background. Uh, like me, I come from a Christian household and I was a pastor for many years, so it's definitely taboo, I understand. But I encourage you to just get on the Pattern app, download it, it's free, and you gotta know what time you were born. Hopefully you know what day you were born. And you got to know what time you were born and plug it in and just see what it says. And so with that, my wife, uh, she's on the pattern as well. And she got really into it and she was learning all about it and was just like an astrology fanatic there for a few months, uh, almost a year, just really dissecting it. And uh, she got to a point about a month ago where she's like, you know, I don't know how I'm feeling about all this. I don't know if I'm feeling good about astrology. I don't know if... Uh, I should be listening to what the pattern is telling me right now. And frankly, she just got a little uh, skeptical about the whole system of astrology. And I was like, that's fine, you know? So she deleted her app for a little while and and uh, she's not really been on since. You know, I, I've shared with her a couple things because we're friends on there and it'll show me different things about her pattern. Um, and they've been accurate, but she's just been unsure where she's at. And so if you're skeptical, and even if you get into it and you're skeptical, like, here's the thing. Everything that I do in life with Spiritual Nomad or, or with any other project or whatever I'm doing, it's to help people grow in their spiritual awakening, in their journey, in their process. It's to walk people into greater wholeness. And so that means myself, walk myself into greater wholeness. And then so I can then be an aid and a help for other people to walk on this pathway to ultimate union. And there are things that are important for that awakening at certain times and not for other times. My goal is not to be an astrology evangelist. My goal is not to lead people to a system or a method. My goal is to help people become free, to help people become whole, to help people know that who they are and their most true self and the core of their being is goodness and that goodness wants to evolve and manifest out of the true self that is hidden deep within us. And so if we can just excavate all of the stuff that we have put on ourselves, all of the traditions and culture and ideas and you know critical thinking that we have adopted by everyone's opinion that then inform our opinion about ourselves, if we can just move beneath some of this, then we'll awaken who we truly are, the true self deep within us, and bring that into existence and bring that into life. And that becomes the, the real core essence of who we are, made in the image and likeness of the divine, then living in union with the divine because we've unlocked the reality of who the divine has created us to be. So we begin to live in flow and in tune with God, in harmony with God, in union with God, and that creates all of the fragmentation in our life to be made whole. We still experience different fragmentations in this plane of existence, but we have the ability 
to transcend the fragmentation, transcend the brokenness, and bring back into union and wholeness uh, the things that are disconnected within us. And so we can do that in a myriad of ways, and there's a lot of different modes and methods and you know systems that we can use to help us on the path of awakening. But again, those modes, methods, and systems aren't awakening in themselves. Uh, we talked about this a few weeks ago. So all that to say is that astrology is a mode and a method and a, a means of experiencing some level of, you know, as cheesy as it is, aha moments about who you are and your true self. But you are not your birth chart. You are not your sign. You are not limited to the things that the pattern is telling you is happening in your life right now. You have the ability as a divine co-creator to transcend that and create these things and to work on these things. But these ultimately can bring up energetic, uh, potentially hurdles or just energetic things that have to be navigated and, and, and worked around in your wholeness, in your union, in your becoming. And so, again, you are not limited to those things. You're not a victim to the system of astrology, just like you're not a victim to your Enneagram number or your Myers-Briggs number or your Strengths Finders or your whatever else that tries to put you in a particular uh, section. So these are all things that are helpful, that can be utilized in tools for awakening, but they themselves are not it. You are it. You are it. The true self within you is it. All of these things can help unpack and uncover the true self, but they are nothing more than screwdrivers and wrenches. And so we can see ourselves as including in these models and methods, systems, but we transcend them ultimately. All of that to say is that when my wife tells me that the pattern's not really working for me right now, I have no agenda to get her to continue reading the pattern because if it's not helpful, then it's not helpful. Fine, move on, it's okay. Uh, but I do recommend the pattern because for many of us, it is helpful. It is helpful to know who we are and, and what our sort of aptitudes are and what our natural leanings are and what are the things that we're struggling with particularly right now and, and how can we work with the energy that's presenting itself because the reality is each and every one of us, we're made of star stuff. We're made of the same chemicals and we're made of the same compounds and we're made of the same stuff that's out there in space. So energetically, our physicality and, and even spirituality can potentially be impacted and influenced because we're all made of the same stuff. But again, because you have been created in the image and likeness of divine and been given power to rule over creation, you have the ability to step into that power and be blessed in that walking in that authority to override the systems that are in the stars, because yes, those are going to have an impact on you. Yes, you are gonna be feeling an energetic type of way because of what's happening in the placement of the planets. And you can be subject to it, but you, and you can work with it, but you also have been given authority and power by Creator to be over, to express over that of creation. And 
we work with creation, of course. We aren't to domineer over it, but we are to be knowing of our divine co-creative authority. And so if there is something that comes up on the pattern that is deeply disturbing to you, that doesn't mean that you are subject to it. It just means that that is something you're going to have to navigate and work through and be mindful of. Because if you're not mindful of it, then it's just going to happen all on its own. And so this creates an ability for you to learn how to navigate and to not be subject to the stars and its pattern, but you can work with the pattern alongside of it and navigate it energetically for ultimately goodness to come from your life. And so Michael Beckwith talks about this as well, that, that we can certainly use this as a tool, but it doesn't have to be the final say and the final judge and authority, the creator is not the creation. The creation helps us, point us to creator. It points to the divine. My friend came back to an idea of intelligent design through astrology because he's like, wow, if God's going to write things about me in the stars, that means that I am intimately known by the creator. Yes, absolutely. And that's the point. All creation points us to the true self, points us to the divine, points us back to union and wholeness. And the minute that it doesn't, it doesn't have to be accepted and incorporated into our life and into our practice. And so that's something else that I want to talk about really quick is, so my wife, she's frustrated with, not frustrated, maybe that's not the best word, but she's not using this app right now. She's not walking into learning more about astrology right now. She's taking a break from it because she senses intuitively because of her union that it's not the season for that. And so she's been in her meditation and she just came in just a few minutes ago from meditating and uh, outside and, and we were talking and I told her that I was thinking about talking about the pattern on the podcast and she's like, that's so crazy because I just was thinking about how I just feel really skeptical about it. And I'm like, that's perfect because I want to talk about that. Um, but she's talking about some of the, just the things that she's experiencing in her life right now, some of the stuff that she is you know, unpacking and evaluating and, and really thinking through. And, uh, you know, we're, we're talking about how uh, we're in a new chapter of our life right now. We are moving into a new chapter of life. And <laughs> the pattern even shows me that I'm starting a new chapter right now, you know, shameless plug, but it's been really true for me. But we're walking into this new chapter and she says uh, that she's been feeling just some levels of uncomfortability with the unknown of this new chapter. And it's reminding her similarly to when we moved from Indiana to San Diego. We moved from Indianapolis to San Diego in 2016. And uh, that was in a complete deconstruction. We didn't know anybody here. We didn't have friends here. We didn't have, well, we had some family, but they were up in Orange County. You know, we didn't see them very often. And uh, I was really consumed with deconstruction and the church plant didn't work out as I thought it was going to work out and uh, absorbed in depression. And she was just talking about how that really impacted her and uh, how that new chapter really kind of shook up some things within her. And, and there were some things that she saw within herself in retrospect that she was clinging to, different attachments, different things that she was uh trying to grasp onto in the midst of a complete, you know, uh, turning upside down of life. And uh, from her perspective, where she's at right now, as we walk into this new chapter, she's like, I, I sense that I have the potential to do that again if I'm not, 
extremely mindful right now. And uh, there's been some other seasons too. We've been through quite a few new chapters, but uh, she said that, you know, I can sense this. And I was saying, you know, honestly, for me too, I know I've been uh, mindful for so many years now that I can look back and I can see these habits and these patterns that, oh, whenever this starts to happen in my life, I start to go this direction and I start to do this thing. And it's this back and forth. You know, if you're listening to this, not watching, I'm just going all the way right, all the way left, this, this wigwag back and forth, back and forth. And it's like these extreme opposites. It's like whenever things start to happen, if I start to feel like I'm getting too far out spiritually or I'm feeling too over here, then I'll start to course correct. And then I'll go back to more of my charismatic roots and evangelical roots and the church tradition that I came from. And all of a sudden I'm hanging out with vineyard people again. That's the denomination essentially I was a part of. And then I'll be like, oh man, this is really cringe. This is really constrictive. And then I'll make a turn and I'll start going back towards my spiritual nomad self, you know, and then I'll get way over here and then I'll be super far out for a while. And then I'll uh, start to come back in towards more of the charismatic tradition. And it's like, I have this teeter totter going back and forth based on just what's happening in my life experience. And that's normal. And this has been a pattern. It's been a cyclical pattern, a habitual pattern that I can see whenever different uncertainties come. And this doesn't just mean spiritually. I always have this sort of curiosity and open heart towards many different traditions and understandings. As a matter of fact, I've been doing a deep dive into different occult things right now. And if you're listening to this and you hear occult and you have like all these radars going off because you were taught that that's Satanism, it's not. Occult simply means hidden, but that's another podcast that I'm going to be rolling out in the next few weeks. Because that's something else I want to do too, is really embody more of this. I'm learning so much stuff and I'm like, I've not been talking about it on Spiritual Nomad. I've been talking about the experience of the spiritual life lived, but I want to get more into some far out ideas and theories, but I digress. So I've been thinking about these things. And it's like, you know, it's an, you want to then start going back into what is known. I, I, you know, more so than anything, just the unknown of life. Like, even though I, I can hold in my head, like complex thoughts and theories and abstract ideas and spiritual, you know, far outness, it's really about life. Like if I don't really know my path and I don't really know where I'm going, I tend to gravitate back towards that known path of being a pastor in a church and doing it in a very linear way. And then I'll be like, ah, this box is so restrictive. And then I'll bust out of that box again and I'll start walking more towards that unknown path of just complete surrender to whatever the divine brings, you know, on my way. And then I'll be like, man, this is really hard to live this sort of, honestly, in its true essence, a faithful life, a life of faith and risk and unknown. And I'll start to gravitate slowly back to the known models. And it's just this back and forthness that I've been doing for years. And so it, I've realized that if I don't make a conscious decision about this, if I don't actually ask the divine and be aware within myself what is happening, why I continue to do these things, I will continue these habitual patterns of going from known to unknown and actually never doing anything at all, just being a cat chasing its tail. I'll never actually 
participate with what I am actually on this earth to do, what I've incarnated to do. And so Lindsay and I were talking this morning, my wife, just about how if we don't catch these patterns, she's like, if I don't catch myself right now, wanting to cling to, cling to certain things because I'm unsure about where we're going, I can find myself really easily in a place where I am uh, unhealthy. And I'm, I realize that for me too. I'm like, I, if I'm not mindful of where I'm at right now in the unknown, I will start to go on that path towards the, the very clear known way to quote unquote uh, success. And so I've been doing that. Even, uh, you know, I spoke at a church a month ago, spoke at a men's breakfast last week, you know, and uh, the past, you know, four to six weeks, I've been thinking that I might either A, take over a church or B, restart our church plant. And energetically, very quickly, the group of people that I thought that I might do this with dissipates. Energetically, it's like the people that I thought were going to participate with me and potentially building something new all sort of fall away. Our relationships just aren't what they were four or six weeks ago and what they were for a year prior to. It's just everybody's gotten busy. Everybody's, you know, gotten different things going on. Uh, there's just things, there's fallout, frankly. Uh, and the reality is like, that's just not the invitation. It's just not the divine invitation. And so I can, A, just continue to push that pedal and try to make something happen, or B, surrender to what is, and be curious about what the new chapter has to offer. And instead of clinging to known models and methods and, again, quote-unquote, success, I can continue to press into the mystery of it all and break these habitual patterns and break these cycles that keep me stuck from realizing all of these things. So, my friend, how often are we evaluating the things that we cling to that prevent us from walking into the amazing unknown? And how often do we make a conscious decision to break habitual patterns that keep us from the full realization of what our life is to be? And it's not easy to do. We were just talking about this, my wife and I. It's not easy to do, but one thing that we can do, and one thing that my wife said that she's doing is, is I'm learning that whenever I feel these feelings in meditation, or I feel these feelings throughout the day, or these thoughts come into my mind that are you know, limiting me, or I'm reminded, she read a couple things on the pattern that she wasn't very stoked about. And so she's like, if I'm reminded of those things, She's like, I'm learning just to simply sit with them and observe. And I'm like, that right there is evidence that you have tremendously grown in your spirituality, in your real understanding of what life is and how the, I guess, for lack of a better term, game of life works. To be the unbiased observer of the events and circumstances of your life, the emotions, the uncertainty, the unsettling, the things that, that create anxiety and worry and fear and doubt, to not just try to close them and lock them in a closet, but simply notice them and observe them. And this is where we were just talking about 
that when it says that set your mind above where Christ is seated, it's to set your mind above into a different realm of reality so that you can see what is happening in the physical, observe all of the emotion, the circumstance, the situation, observe the fear, observe the doubt. Yeah, feel the feelings of it, feel the emotions of it, feel the unsettling reality of it all. Yeah, you're gonna feel it. But you're going to have this watcher sitting above where Christ is seated, the Christ, the anointing. Christ means anointed. And so when you realize your anointing, when you fully embrace your Christ nature, you set yourself above so that you're able to be looking into your life. You're able to see from a vantage point of divine reality, not being caught up in the illusion and lost in the dream of what's happening emotionally, circumstantially, relationally, all of these things. Set your mind above where the true anointing is to see how we are to engage, impact, and really work with and dance with the elements of our life. Because if we do not set ourselves above in the seat of the observer, we will be lost in the dream. We will be completely lost in all of the stuff that's happening within us, our emotions, our thoughts, our preconceived ideas of how things should or shouldn't be, our expectations, assumptions, worries, fears, doubts. We will be absorbed and lost in all of those illusions unless we certainly feel them, experience them, go through all of them, but from the vantage point of above where Christ, where anointing is, to see from a vantage point that is eternal into the material, see from the spiritual into the physical so that we can then bring that kingdom, that 5D reality into this reality to transform the physical reality into the unseen spiritual reality of divine perfect order. And so if we are not absolutely mindful of all of these things, we will get caught in the traps of habits and cycles that keep us stuck and keep us in places where we are not evolving into the full reality of incarnation. And it's my absolute conviction that the divine has in store for each and every one of us wholeness and union with the divine, that regardless of what's happening, that we experience the transcendence, the illumination, the experience of oneness, and that that creates a sort of wholeness in our life that enables us to walk into life with purpose and meaning to express God in this world, that God functions as us in the world, that the things you care about, the things you love, the things you're passionate about, those are the things that God has placed your soul in this physical body to go and to accomplish and to realize for healing. Because what the God of the universe is up to is the ongoing healing of the world. And he has invited and anointed you to participate in that. So we can certainly see the energetic reality through things like astrology of what we're going to be up against. You know, maybe it's a difficult season and, and the pattern shows you that. Well, now you're going to have to be mindful that there might be some relational turmoil in this season. Yeah. 
So this energy is just showing you to be mindful of that. Maybe there's some energy going on that you're going to, you know, want to try to escape your emotion, escape what is going on in your heart and your mind. Well, you need to know to be present and to be here now and to sit with the pain that's experienced. You might also have something where it's like there is a new chapter and a new opportunity and you are being released in the power of who you are. Well, you need to work with that energy and get to work realizing all of those things that want to come out of you. Yeah, you need to work with that energy. But again, these are all tools to help you realize it. So download the pattern app, check it out, see what you think about it, ask me any questions, join me on YouTube, and remember that you have the power and the authority to break the habits that keep you locked in the lower three-dimensional reality. You have the power to walk into the fullness of kingdom reality. We'll see you next week on the next video or podcast, wherever you're tuning in. Have a great week, friends.